This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parashas Korach, Tavshin Pei. This is the parasha we learn, the unfortunate incident of complaining against Moshe. As the Pasuk tells us, Korach is coming, he got together some guys, he came to complain. Say, Moshe, Aaron, why are you taking everything for yourself? Everyone's holy. Moshe hears this. Moshe hears this and he falls on his face. And Rashi says, why is he falling on his face? Because of the machlokas. What was the big problem with this machlokas? So Rashi says this was already the fourth incident. The Moshe had to daven for Klai Yisrael. There was the Meraglim, there was the spies, and there was the Misonanin, and when they were complaining, and the, the mice with the eagle, Hazav, and that was the fourth time. He doesn't know how much could he daven for them. But the other question is, is why was Moshe Rabbeinu being so melodramatic? What he, he falls on his face. Why don't you just go over to Korach, pull him over to the side and say, Korach, what's the problem? And discuss it with Korach and explain to him what's going on. Why did Moshe go the first thing he falls on his face? The Balatani explains Moshe wasn't falling on his face because he was scared of Korach or anything. Moshe's first reaction was, what am I doing wrong? He falls on his face, what am I doing that's causing Machlokas? Moshe's first reaction was, Moshe's Ashkafa Rishona, the first thing that comes to his mind is, if someone has complaints against me, before I lash out, before I tell the person why he's wrong, let me see if that person's correct. Maybe there is some validity to what the person's saying. He explains about Tanya. Moshe fell on his face to contemplate himself. Is there anything that I did? Is there anything that I'm doing that's causing Korach to have this complaint against me? It was only after, when his face was down and he thought, and he went through all his actions, and he came to the conclusion that, no, I'm not doing anything wrong. Everything is mipi Hashem. Only then was he able to go and confront Korach. The famous well-known story with Roshmul Salant. In Yerushalayim, there was a fellow who just got married shortly before Pesach. And as the minig is, he went to his wife's house for Pesach, to the in-law's house for Pesach. And they're having a beautiful Seder. And they finally, after a few hours, they get to Shulchan Aruch, And they start the Suda. And they bring in some chicken soup, and he starts to eat the chicken soup, and the son-in-law looks down into his chicken soup, and he sees a kernel of wheat floating in his chicken soup. In his hot chicken soup, there's a kernel of wheat, chametz. He screams out chametz. Everyone's so surprised and shocked, and of course he pushed away the bowl of soup. And for the rest of the Seder, he was just not himself, he was very sad. He thought to himself, I'm married for two weeks. Is this the type of family I married into? They're not careful with chametz on Pesach to serve chicken soup, even by mistake, with, with a kernel of wheat inside. The Seder finished pretty quickly that night, and nothing more was said of it. The next morning in Shul, Shmuel Salant sees the face of the son-in-law, and he goes over to him and he says, Good yantif. And the son-in-law says, Good yantif. He says, No, how's it going? And the son-in-law, what's he supposed to say, doesn't answer much. The Rav realized something was wrong. He goes over to the father-in-law and he says, everything okay? And the father-in-law starts mumbling. He says, well, what's going on? What happened? And the father-in-law tells the Rav, Rav Shmuel Salant, 
as careful as they are last night, <laughs> their luck, there was a kernel of wheat floating in their son, son's-in-law's uh, bowl of chicken soup. The Rav is just, he quickly tells both, come with me. And he takes them both outside the shul. And they're standing outside the shul, they don't know what's going on. And a Shmuel Salant turns to the son-in-law and says, give me a shrimel, quickly. Takes off the shrimel, he gives it to the Rav. The Rav takes it, and he starts banging the shrimel, banging it. They're looking at him, what's he doing with this brand new shrimel? And as he's banging it, two pieces of kernel, two more kernels of wheat, fell out of the shrimel, onto the street. And a Shmuel Salant smiled, and he looks at him, he goes, you see, I realized right away what's going on. I know your in-laws. They have such Yerush Shemayim, there's no way that a kernel of wheat is going to be found in their house on Pesach. And I remembered, two weeks ago, less than two weeks ago, you had your Ufruf. The Shabbos before the Chasna, you had your Ufruf, the Bavarfin. And the meaning in Yerushalayim is they throw raisins and they throw kernels of wheat. And kernels of wheat were thrown at you. And a few weeks, a piece of kernel of wheat fell on your shrimel. No doubt you cleaned it off, but it wasn't cleaned off perfectly. And when you bent down to eat your chicken soup, a kernel of wheat fell out of your shrimel into your own bowl of chicken soup. And that's where it came from. Rav Shalom Shadron, who would often say over the story, would quip, he says, you see from here, if there's a problem, check your own shrimel first. In other words, if there's something, if there's a problem, something's wrong, don't see why the other person is wrong right away. The first thing you should do is check your own shrimel. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.